genre. Hi everyone, welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute. It's a special episode with us today. We have someone very cool, someone who's uh, here to talk to us about a pretty cool product that I know very little about, that Adam knows a little bit more about. Uh, sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, I'm Scott, that's Adam, and Chris and Rachel could not make it tonight, but in their stead, we have this fine fellow, Mr. Zach Sharp from Stern Pinball. Hello, Zach, how you doing? Howdy, how are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. You know, chilling out, relaxing. I am so close to quoting Fresh Prince of Bel Air right now. Yeah. I'm just stop <laughs> Once myself. you start that, there's no stopping until it's, it's a, over. It's just a keep going. Yeah. So Zach, you you are here representing Stern Pinball, correct? I am. And you have something special that you wanted to talk about and tell our listeners about. I do. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pinball machine that we just announced. Yeah. So I happened to take a look at some of the, uh, I guess you can call them supplementary materials, the, the website and the press release and all that stuff. And it looks fantastic. Um, oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Now, I don't know pinball. I mean, I've, I think like every kid who's grew up in, in the 80s and early 90s went to the arcade and there was like a row of pinball machines in the back. And we were like, oh, this is fun. And we hit the paddles and we're like, nah, I'm going to go play video games. But there's a lot to pinball. It's like a yeah. very, it's, it's deep. It goes yeah, there's deep. objectives and levels and all oh, kinds yeah. of stuff. It's like a live interactive, you know, role-playing game, essentially. I mean, it is a video <laughs> game turn, you know, come to life. Yeah. So I, I want to talk about um, the game itself. I also want to talk about you because you're a, you're a turtle fan from what I understand. I, I am. All right. So that's that's a lot of fodder for conversation today. So first and foremost, this pinball game. Um, t tell me a little bit about it. Sure. So it's it's based off of kind of the animated series from the 80s. Um, we worked extremely closely with Nickelodeon and um, it features, you know, 17 character call outs. But what's really cool in terms of the mechanisms in the game is it features this high-speed magnetic spinning pizza disc. So it's better to see it versus just hear me talk about it. But pinballs will literally fall onto this spinning pizza disc. Up to three balls will spin around. And to start Ninja Pizza Multiball, the balls will just spray all over the play field. It's just it's a sight to behold. It, it so is, it's awesome. I saw that in the trailer, and I have to say I've never seen anything like that in my life in a pinball game. It's pretty cool what they've been doing with magnets in pinball lately. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, the ball is wild, and magnets make it even more so. That's crazy. Science. Um, the, I mean, the other thing that I really liked about it is the, the look of it. The artwork is fantastic. Um, who was, who's the, the, the artist that worked on the, like the, the graphic art on it? Yeah. So the artwork is from his artist. His, his real name is Jeremy Packer, but he goes by the pseudonym of, uh, zombie Yeti. Oh. You, you heard that right. Zombie Yeti. And his artwork is just incredible. Yeah. This it's, it's a very like stylized, not, not very stylized, but a slightly stylized take on the 87 cartoon. Like it doesn't look like they plucked it right out of the cartoon. It's a little bit more modern, a little bit more dynamic. Exactly. It wasn't Photoshopped and just plugged in. It was all hand drawn. Um, he did such a good job and Nickelodeon was so blown away 
that they actually hired him outside of Stern to do custom turtles work in the future. That's how oh, talented he is. Oh man, that's so awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to see what all that is. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm looking at his his portfolio now. This is some cool stuff. Some very we'll have to give him a shout out. Um and then the other cool thing is all these custom sculpted pieces in there. I was taking a look at the game shower and there's like this is like an action figure collector's wet dream. Like there's oh, a yeah. turtle glider. <laughs> there's the van that shoots a bunch of balls. Like, tell me a little bit about some of the 3D elements in the game. Yeah. So on the premium and LE models, there's that interactive custom sculpted uh, turtles van. And it, it it's equipped to lock up to four balls. And at the start of turtle power multi-ball, the ball, the four balls kind of, mimicking the four turtles spill out of the van onto the play field, you know, ready for multi-ball mayhem. So it's really cool. Like the, the door mechanically opens and closes. Um, you've That's got awesome. Raphael on a glider. So on the middle of the ramp, uh, a player c- can control via the button on the middle of like the lockdown bar. If you hit the button, the glider will switch positions so you can control which way the ball gets fed down to your flipper. So if you want the ball to continuously go down to your bottom right flipper, you can position that glider in that way. So it's really, it gives, you know, that element of control to a player of, you know, where do they want to transport the pinball? It's really cool. And then there's also a mechanical crane by the pop bumpers that hops up and down and just taunts you. It's really it's <laughs> in fun. his little Walker, right? Yeah. In the, in the suit. Yeah. in the little Walker. Very cool. Um, yeah, all that stuff sounds awesome. Question, did you ever think about making the balls the different colors of the turtles, like a, like a chrome-plated, like purple, red? I was just going to say that. <laughs> you know, I'm not a designer, but uh, I, I think there's like certain elements of, you know, manufacturing that might not be possible. But I mean, well, it definitely sounds like a cool idea. <laughs> that's one of the, listen, if that happens, I want to cut, all right? Yeah. Or just like a, a color-coded stripe around each ball. <laughs> yeah. There's probably something in the pinball rules that's like you can't use colored balls. Yeah. <laughs> um, that seems like one of those things where it's, there's probably a very like purest element to it. Um, yeah, and, and there's three models of this game that are out there now. And I mean, I'm assuming you're selling mostly to like pinball collectors and also like arcades and stuff like that, right? Yeah, so we've got three models. We've got a pro, premium, and limited edition. And... Honestly, it's a it's a hybrid market because you'll have locations that put out the LE model. But, you know, by and large, because it's limited, that's kind of for your hyper enthusiasts. So somebody who's not only a, a big pinball collector, but also, you know, in this case, a huge Turtles fan. You know, there's only 500 of them made and that's it. And when you take in the export market overseas, right. there's probably only 250 in the U.S. alone. I say right. Like, of course, the export market. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like look, oh, at our yes, luck with, hmm. look at our luck with these NECA releases. I mean, oh, my it's, God. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty similar. I just, probably not a lot of people scalping pinball machines, though. <laughs> you know what the secondhand market for pinball machines is, is crazy like these le's sold out on the first day wow and now on the second hand market i i know like in australia already the price of getting it on the second hand market is more expensive than if you were to buy it on day one wow yeah i actually That's... know a guy who runs a, a pinball warehouse and does all like um secondhand pinball sales he's been doing it for years fantastic i now, wouldn't be surprised if he has one i should call him <laughs> I should ask him um zach do you own one of these 
Uh, a turtle specifically? I yeah. do not. Oh, it's, see, you got to get on it, man. I, <laughs> it's a I limited have, edition. Well, we have not started production of the premium model just yet. That will okay. be later this month. And, you know, the employees, we are allowed to purchase it, but we're kind of at the back of the line. And this is so kind of backordered and popular in demand that even if I want to buy it, which I'm trying to, <laughs> I probably won't be able to until later this year. Uh, that's That makes sense, it, I suppose. It's a good problem to have, though. Yeah. All right. So, so let's get into you a little bit because you are, correct me if I'm mistaken, a professional pinball player. Yes, I am. You am. Okay. So what the heck does that entail? How does one become a professional pinball player? You know what? There are tournaments taking place all over the world and I compete in them. And there's a, you know, a, a international ranking system and I have been one of the few players to finish the year ranked number one in the whole world. Wow. Hmm. All right. Yep. Out well, of I'm 60, honored you came on our players. show. Yep. Out <laughs> of 60,000 players in the world, I've been ranked number one. So, like, you're, you're playing these tournaments all over. Is there, like, a standard pinball table that you play? Or are there just, like, do you get to play on, like, the KISS pinball tables and, like, the Raiders of the Lost Ark table? Or is there, you like, tournament-specific? above. Um, you know, every tournament's different. I mean, think of it as, I don't know if you're a big golf fan. Uh, uh, slight, know? slight enough of a golf fan. So, you know, it's like sometimes there's links courses and other right. times there's, you know, more par fives. It's the same thing with pinball. Sometimes you'll play more of the classic, classic machines from like mm-hmm. the 70s and 80s. In other tournaments, you'll be playing all the newest stuff. So it, it runs the gamut. Now I I know a little bit about like uh, um, video game tournaments, like arcade tournaments. Do do you ever like specialize in in a machine? Like if there's like a, a medieval madness mach- machine, like you're going to gravitate towards it. Like do you specialize, or is it more of like a like a hybrid thing? Like you show up and whatever is there, you play. Um, it's a hybrid. Um, depending on to to your point, if there's a machine you gravitate towards. Um, you know, there's like a qualifying portion of a tournament and then there's the finals component. And when you make the finals, if you were seated high, so if you qualified in the top part of the tournament bracket, you can choose machines that you play. So for me being, you know, a high level player, I like to choose machines that give you the most amount of control. So Medieval Madness, there's a lot of shots where if you're continuously making shots, the ball is never in danger. So I want to choose that against my opponents because I feel that I am more accurate than them, that they're going to miss a shot and drain. I will make more shots and ultimately win. Is drain drain when it falls between the flippers? Or on the outlands. Yep. I know some of these things. Yeah, Medieval Madness is the one of the one of like two or three pinball machines I've ever really gotten the hang of. (laughs) Oh, it's a classic. Yeah, it's like that one, uh, Bride of Pinbot, I can usually last a while on. Oh yeah, I'm I'm awful at pinball. I'm like it's like one of those games where like you feel really good because the numbers go really high. And you're like, oh look at me, the ball hasn't fallen in. And then when fun, like 30 seconds later, a ball falls down or drains, and there's like <laughs> three more. I'm like, oh, I must have done so well. I get three more balls. I have no idea what's happening. Like <laughs> you know what? The more you play, the better you get. That's a, I'll I'll just say that the more you the more you play. Do you ever start? Like, I got like I need like a pinball tutor. Will you be my pinball tutor next time? <laughs> next time in New York, we'll go out and we'll play, and you can show me what the heck I'm doing because I literally I'm hitting buttons, and if I'm just like I guess this is how you play this game. 
you know what? When you go out and play like in leagues and you get to play with other people who you know know the game, you'll learn so quick. Right. Just like little subtle tricks. I will say this, it's going to sound really counterintuitive. One of the best skills you can learn is to not flip. Not it's called flip. A, yes, it's called a, a dead flip, where if a ball is coming down to your flipper and you do nothing, the ball will magically bounce from one flipper to the other, uh-huh. and it allows you to get control. I got really good at the like, uh, well, really good air quotes. I can, I, the ball comes and I'll put, I'll hold the flippers in and make like a little V and I'll like trap it in there and I can hold on to it like that. Like that's my move in pinball. That's it's like let the ball cradle. come down. It's got a name. Yeah. Yes! It does. There's a, there's a, a for everything. You, you're you're cradling the ball. I'm an excellent cradler. <laughs> I, I got I got really into it last summer. Um, I I I'd like downloaded a pinball sim, uh, simulator. Played a lot of different stern machines, and I was like really trying to get that dead flipper down, and I got it down in the simulator. And then we went to the shore, and there was this pinball museum, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do really well here." <laughs> and then, like, totally different monster when it's in real life. Like, it's oh, a yeah. totally so, different thing. Yeah, the, the virtual machines are, I mean, they're fun just to kind of scratch the itch. But I mean, physics-wise, you're hitting stuff that's just like physically impossible. It's fun, but like when you go to like the real thing, it's like, oh, okay, so that's how uh, gravity works. Yeah. <laughs> So did you do good in uh, in math in high school there, Zach? You know what? I actually was pretty good in math, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I feel like you've got to be pretty good at pool too, right? Yeah. I mean, I would say, and maybe this doesn't go for like all the top pinball players in the world, but I think there's like a natural level of, you know, kind of like geometry, shot angles, um, hand-eye coordination. I've always been, I'm not going to say I was like the best basketball player or baseball player growing up, but I mean, any, you know, a golf club, bowling, table tennis. So you're just, an athlete. Yeah. You're a pinball athlete. It's, it's, I it's am a, a pinball ma- athlete. Right. It's a matter of seeing that imaginary line. of yeah. like- Anticipating. You, you anticipate angles. I mean, you want to anticipate if a ball is going to go down the out lane or the middle, and you might be able to shake and shove the machine to save it and use your tilt warnings without, you know, tilting. That's what tilt means? It's like actually physically yeah. tilting the table? There is inside the cabinet this thing called a plumb bob, and it's this little metal hanging plumb bob, and there's a circle, a metal circle. It's kind of hard to articulate uh, verbally, but when you shake the machine, that little metal plumb bob inside this uh, metal ring, if it makes contact, it will give you like like danger on the screen. It's and operation. It's, yeah, it's, it's, kind of, it's, it's kind of an early perfect. version it of a job. operation. Yeah. It, it's a game of operation. If you hit that guy twice, your ball's over. Oh, sad. But you get two lives per ball. Wow. There's so much I don't know. I know. It's, the there's there's know. a lot going on inside of a pinball machine. It's, yeah. it's, it's kind of interesting. So, like so half a mile of wire in every single pinball machine. Oh, yeah. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend who I just discovered is, is taken to restoring some pinball machines. And it's like, you'd think... With the technological advances of the past 30 years, 40 years, that a pinball machine would just be like a tiny little circuit now. But it's, it's still this mess of like analog, like rat king of wires inside. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's gotten better. I mean, when I said there's like a half mile of wire, I mean, that's been reduced from a mile of wire. So, I mean, it's cut in half, which if you think about it, it's pretty impressive. 
Yeah. Amazing. So what is your role at Stern Pinball precisely? What do you do there? I am director of marketing. Uh, that's probably good that you hire someone who knows the game, I would assume. I would say I've got my dream job. That's yeah, awesome. That sounds pretty rad. That's fantastic. And uh, so uh, is the Turtle Project, is this something that you had a hand in like pushing forward, developing, or is this something that landed on your doorstep and you were like, oh my God, I know this? No, I actually worked really closely with our director of licensing and we helped kind of push this idea. Um, you know, all the games that we make as a company are never decided in a vacuum. We kind of have, you know, a high level group of management and director level people that kind of bounce ideas of potential licenses and titles. But we also want a design team that's passionate about it because the last thing we want to do is to force a design team that's going to spend, you know, 16 months of their lives creating something that they're not, you know, passionate about. Right. So we kind of teamed up with Nickelodeon to pitch this title to the team to be like, hey, this would be an incredible pinball machine. I know that there was one done in the 80s by Data East, which is coincidentally, it, it is an offshoot of Stern Pinball back in the day. Hmm. And um, it was an okay game. I mean, it was, you know, some of the games in the 80s are kind of hit or miss. But we really pushed for it, and we sold the team on the concept. And, you know, there was a lot of Turtles fans that, you know, kind of came out of the woodworks and were like, yes, I throw my hat in the ring. I want to help make this game. So, I mean, you had all the biggest fans working on this game, including the artist, uh, Zombietti. And they were just chomping at the bit to just jam-pack this machine with everything. That's awesome. See, now, that's something we, we keep hearing over and over again in, in interviewing different people. We've interviewed people who worked on the comics, on the movies, now in, in the gaming world. And it's a lot of the people in charge of the different Turtles franchises are diehard fans. And, and this franchise is always in good hands for that reason. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, well, it, it shows. <laughs> almost always in good hands. Well, you know what I'm trying to say. A few notable exceptions. Michael Bay. Oh. What? Didn't say anything. That wasn't me. Where, where did that come from? <laughs> hey, he had he his heart was in the right place. Yeah. That's true. That's a lot of minutes of your podcast for uh, Michael Bay. Yeah, I, we haven't gotten to that one yet. Well, no, that's not true. We did a commentary for the second one, uh, drunk, and that was fun. Uh, that's on our feed. Don't listen to it, please. Uh, <laughs> right. Don't. That might be for our, like paid subscribers only. If I remember, I'm not sure. Anyway, that's a. Anyway, moving on. Um, so, like, where does your turtle fandom begin? Like, I'm assuming you're probably in the ballpark of our age, mid-30s, somewhere around there. Yep, uh, late 30s. And, um, you know, I love the comic books. I mean, I really love the animated series. Um, was was, was the animated series the, the first thing that got you into turtles? Where was your first exposure? We ask everybody that question. And, you know what? Probably, probably the animated series. Right. Yeah. And then followed closely maybe by the video game, the arcade <laughs> games and stuff. That arcade game was, it was incredible. My, it's my first 10 birthday parties at the yeah. arcade playing yeah. that game. That and The that, Simpsons. I, I, yeah. it's, for, for me, it's always hard to pin down if it was the cartoon or the arcade game. Yeah, it, I, it's tough for me too because I've, you know, I've grown up with you know, pinball and arcade around me forever. 
Um, I wasn't the biggest comic book collector until later, so I, I had definitely have to say it's either the animated series or the arcade game. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and I guess growing up, did you did you like stick with your turtle fandom, or was there like I had a big lapse? Like I remember I was a big fan when I was a kid, and you know up until I was probably like twelve, eleven, twelve, and started to become cool and have friends and you know, like go outside girls. once in a while. No, no yeah, girls. There weren't any girls. Um, <laughs> but then by the time I was like 16, I started collecting comic books again. So there's like a five, six year gap there. And then the, I bought like the entire run of the, the Eastman and Laird Mirage books and went hardcore back into Turtles and have been ever since. Um, did you have a moment when it wasn't a passion? Um. Yeah, I mean, I would say, I mean, kind of your point, it just, when it wasn't around, then it kind of lapsed for me. So it's like, oh, the animated series is going. It's like, awesome. Totally into it. I wasn't like the biggest comic book like purchaser. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I kept up with them. Um, the movie certainly helped because anytime like there's any new movie, even the Michael Bay ones, like it always brings me <laughs> we back. We all saw them. <laughs> yeah. But like when they revamped and they had the yeah. animated movie that came about, mm-hmm. um, that kind of just always brings me back in. And I mean, the video game's always kind of been around. So it's like, if I'm going to an arcade bar and they have it, I'm always going to play it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'd make more friends playing Ninja Turtles at barcades. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Be, I, my favorite thing to do is, like, find two guys that are playing and then just walk up with, like, a sock of quarters and be like, we're yep. beating this game today. <laughs> yeah. Who's your uh, favorite Turtles? Uh, in the game or in... In, in life. Oh, God. You know, I'm sure we've answered stuff. this several times, and uh, I, I don't know. I usually vacillate between Michelangelo and Raph, although I'm gaining a whole new appreciation for Donatello. <laughs> it's <laughs> different. Like, depending on what version you're talking about, like, okay, animated series, I think Raphael's my guy. I like his sarcasm. The 1990 movie, I think it might be Donnie. The Michael Bay movie, pretty sure that it's uh what's his name there vernon fenwick (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i like the turtles enough adam what about you yeah i mean i i've said this hundreds of times on on this show i i'm i'm a michelangelo on the cusp of donatello yeah what about you zach i am uh i oscillate between donatello and michelangelo yeah i feel like that's that's, that's a common thing I was, um, well, even before I was like a Turtles fan, I was in karate growing up and I always liked the staff and nunchucks. So instantly when I got introduced to Turtles, it was kind of like, ooh, who has the weapons I like? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I, I, love I started taking bow staff when I was about 12, specifically because of Donatello. Yeah. I mean, I took karate because of the Ninja Turtles. I'm not going to lie. Like, I took Taekwondo because my mom wanted me to stop kicking things in the house. <laughs> I love how I never really hear for a change. I never really hear people say Leonardo. He's the leader and I rarely hear people say he's my favorite. He's he's I think he's the least interesting. Like he's Cyclops. He We've made that comparison to X-Men so many times, but it's like <laughs> he's almost like he's so good. There's really no conflict in him. He's always on the right side of things. Like characters that are flawed and have some some problems to overcome. Yeah, some little much parts. more interesting. Yeah. You clearly haven't been reading X-Men over the last decade, Scott. No, I haven't. No, last <laughs> X-Men I read was Joss Whedon's run in like 2008. That wasn't a bad run. It was a great run. <laughs> but anyway, 
Cyclops yeah, I've, dies I've, in it. So. I've always been a tinkerer, so like I always gravitate towards that, like those those Donatello tendencies. I work with computers for a living, but I'm also a wisecracker. Like I I I tend to make jokes in inopportune moments. So. <laughs> Much I'm, like I'm so- Donatello from the first movie. Like I said, right. it depends yeah. on which iteration of the turtle we're talking about. So I'm, I'm curious, you're, you're a Turtles fan. You're, when did you start doing the um, professional pinball thing? When did you start like, just like going like, oh my God, I'm really good at this? Um, funny enough, so I, I, I'll try to give you the abbreviated version, but it'll be semi-long. <laughs> um, I was kind of born into pinball, literally and figuratively. That sounds painful. <laughs> I know, you know, it's a nice incubation period. You know, it makes for a nice crib. Um, so <laughs> my dad, he helped legalize pinball in the seventies. So if you wait, 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 yeah, pinball was oh, yeah. illegal. Pinball was illegal from the forties to the seventies because it was wait, seen as a wait, game wait, of wait. luck. Not pinball skill. was around in the forties. Oh yeah, it's been around. Pinball's been around since like the eighteen nineties. What? Yeah, there's a, there's a whole drunk history on this. All right, we I, just I turned just this into a that, much longer podcast. That is my dad featured in that drunk history on Comedy Central. If you watch it, oh. it is Roger Sharp. Oh wow! And it that episode premiered on my birthday. Ironically, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, so Damn. he helped he helped prove that pinball was a game of skill in a courtroom in the seventies. He like called his Babe Ruth shot saying, I'm going to hit this. I'm going to plunge here. He did it. They overturned it and they legalized pinball. So Wait, he helped man. save pinball. <laughs> so your dad strolls into a courtroom yep. and they're, 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 they're going to shut this down. They're shutting down. Oh pinball. no, it was this shut is, down. This, it's illegal. It's a game of chance. You're scamming people out of money. It's gambling, yada, yada. And your yep. dad walks in and flicks his toothpick and it just goes, <laughs> watch this. And like a movie montage happens in the courtroom where he just owns and like judges jaws are on the ground. Like their white curly <laughs> wigs are getting blown off their heads. It sounds like you've seen the drunk history episode. No, I'm, like, I'm just visualizing this it's, now. It's uh, that's, that's so great. Like uh, that's actually my favorite episode of drunk history. Oh, yeah. I have to watch that now. That's amazing. So, so you and can he say passes this down to you. Yeah, no, my, uh, so my older brother and I, we've, grown up with pinball in the house we've always been active in sports playing pinball playing video games I so actually wait did liked... your did your dad ever coach you <laughs> no like in like it, little league you know, or anything it's funny you asked me who, when did i start competing he held us back we we begged him to compete when we were god maybe eight years old really? and there was a local tournament here in chicago and we saw little kids playing and we're like there's trophies and we're like whoa dad what's that and he would like move us along like no, no, no you're not ready here. for this kid yeah and he <laughs> oh was my god this is a movie i want to see so bad <laughs> i know but he was afraid of like a sibling rivalry between us and he didn't want like the thing that he held so dear to his heart pinball to like rip his sons apart <laughs> so he did not want us to compete so it took us four years of begging and pleading every year until he caved in and was just like, fine, go compete. And we started competing and dominating. We're like, holy damn, like we're good at this. Like we were better <laughs> than every other kid. I actually You're won the best <laughs> I won the, the the junior world pinball championship when I was sixteen, which guessed that got me a spot on Nickelodeon's figure it out. 
Nice. Oh my oh god, I've probably seen you then. With, with Summer Sanders as the host. It was a parent kid edition, and my dad and I were on it. And our secret talent was past and present pinball wizard. Pinball and all. Past and present pinball blank. Lori Beth, yes or no? Are you pinball wizards? Here, but first of all, you're taking home two cool prizes. Do you want to hear them again? Sure. Yes. Of course they Definitely. do. Jay, what are they? Our friend Zachary is taking home Blockbuster oh gift cards at the Day Woo VCR. All right, Zachary and Dad, come on down here. Now, uh, how long have you been playing pinball? Since I was one or two. And you're a pinball wizard, but you do have an official title, right? What yeah. is it? Junior International Pinball Champion. Pretty impressive. What's your highest score? 22 billion. How long did it take you to rack up 22 billion points? About an hour. Yeah. How many points did you rack up? Oh, it wasn't point based, but I played uh, one game for about uh, six hours. I, I feel like I've seen episode. that episode. <laughs> you, you, you probably had. I used to watch that show religiously. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so great yeah wow so okay like what about your brother what happened to him he is really good but i kind of like to say i'm serena williams to him being venus like you know <laughs> venus is good but serena is way better okay or you know peyton manning versus eli manning oh, okay. that one i get a little bit more i don't follow tennis so much uh, okay but I don't follow I'm, football I'm either but I'm, I'm the better brother and um, younger, so it kind of eats at him just a also, little bit. Also, he's not here to defend himself, so that's cool. That's true. Maybe <laughs> you have him on the, you know, you'll have him on the next minute. There you go. Um, wow, I'm not kidding when I say that you really need to find someone to put pen to paper about this because this is a <laughs> this is a movie. Like this is a, this is a great story. This is like a great movie. like PG PG thirteen like kind of comedy drama this is great this is you know this, what this, this is, is a, a netflix series you can really just stretch it out for like a 10 parter <laughs> totally good i'm 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 putting my foot down right now i'm your agent now all right i'm gonna pitch this around done we're gonna we're gonna i know some people in some high places it, that worked in the business in like 1990 but don't we can do get we can get bobby herbeck to do uh do a treatment for us oh my god we probably could get bobby herbeck to do a treatment of this the guy get, that wrote the Ninja Turtles on the, movie on the horn Oh uh, yeah. All right. That's fantastic. And I'm super excited. That's, this is what a revelation. I, mean. yeah, I, I, I didn't know what to expect with this interview. I didn't think it was uh, going to be. Neither did I. I didn't think I'd be going down this rabbit hole. I love it. <laughs> this is a great rabbit hole. Um, so you, you're competing, you're winning, you're a turtle fan. Like bring me a little bit more in detail of the process that got this particular game that we're talking about now made. Like when did this process start? How long ago is, did this sort of germ of an idea pop up and whose idea was it initially? Um, I would say, you know what? I can give credit to my brother, Josh. Uh, so oh, he don't works... do that. We were just shit talking him. I know. <laughs> you know what? We got to give him a little kudos just to keep him, you know, roped in here. All um, right. No, but he works for, um, uh, <laughs> company called raw thrills and they do like big buck hunter uh the cruising you know fast and furious driving games if you're familiar in the arcades yeah uh, jurassic park so they did a a revamped new turtles fighting game uh maybe like four years ago is that the one based on the the nickelodeon cgi series yeah like the new kind of weird looking turtles but or was it the the rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles the uh, the ones that kind of look not squarish but kind of much more harsh lines on like the body shape not as smooth all right 
it was maybe like four years ago and their fighting game, their new one, like mm-hmm. just smashed it in the arcades, like the family nice. entertainment centers. And we were joking and he mentioned it to the licensing director and myself, like you guys should do a new turtles pinball machine. And like, I was just like, yes. Cause I think it's a sweet spot of nostalgia. It's current because it's getting, you know, rejuvenated with the new movies and everything like mm-hmm. it's a new it's a no-brainer but you know you have a bit of an old guard that's like well you know we tried that game in the 80s and it failed or it wasn't that <laughs> popular it's like well that was like 30 years ago maybe we try it again i think it's gonna be good so we had to kind of sell them on it and we brought nickelodeon into stern to kind of help them pitch us on the idea you know have them showcase what awesome partners they would be because, okay. you know, every game and every licensor is different. Where sometimes, you know, we're begging, you know, Lucas to do a Star Wars pinball machine because they're, you know, everyone wants to do Star Wars property. Right. And they're not, and not to say that they're not collaborative, but it's sometimes pulling teeth with like, yeah, that's not approved. You can't do that. You can't use that. <laughs> where with other licenses and properties, they're chomping at the bit to be like, yes, we want to help. That's awesome. You know. So I, I have to ask, it's, the game is based, you know, in the 87 sort of cartoon series. Was there yeah. any thought to which era of Turtles you guys, was it like, was that the goal from the beginning? We're going to do the 80s cartoon Turtles, or was there like other conversations about which iteration of, of the four brothers it was going to be? Um, you know, just like in terms of creative exploration with the lead game designer, programmer, um, def- and, and just talking with Nickelodeon we all agree that that iconic animated series was the kind of flavor and direction that we wanted to go. I think it's so interesting that that series, you know, there's been so many different versions of the turtles since then, but the the merchandise for that 87 series has never gone away. No matter like whether it was the 2003 cartoon was out, you'd still see 80s turtles or the 2007 movie comes out. You still see the 80s turtles. It's crazy. the, The life that that original property has. Yeah, no, and, and something that's really cool. So I mentioned earlier that, you know, there's speech call-outs of like 17 different characters. Oh, don't tell me you got the voice actors. No. So okay. Nickelodeon has some. <laughs> oh, shoot, I set you up <laughs> and that was disappointing. I apologize. <laughs> well, no, but, but this, will, this will blow your mind a little okay. bit. So Nickelodeon, you know, has like approved licensed uh, voice actors for certain mm-hmm. characters. And we have a couple stern employees, programmers and artists, um, they did Shredder and Krang in the game. Oh, that's yes. awesome. Like, they're like, I kind of do a good Krang, and I do a kind of good Shredder. They recorded it, shared it with Nickelodeon, and they were blown away. They were like, wow. oh, my, this is better than, like, some of the, art, you know, the artists that we work with from a voiceover perspective. <laughs> like, minimal changes. Like, Shredder, they're like, no changes. That's perfect. Put them in the game. It I- was just like, Wow. Oh, I wish I not not that your shredder's not good, but I wish I could have gotten to you beforehand. We have a guy that uh, I've always thought would make a great shredder, and so um, you're familiar with the 1990 movie. Yeah. So the song at the end, T U R T L E Power, that artist partners in crime. Uh, Rich, we had him on a while ago, and just man, his voice—he would be an awesome shredder. And he's always said, like, I would love to do a voiceover shredder at some point. So next time you do one of these, call me. I'm gonna put you in touch with Rich. Rich is going to well, be your do. guy. <laughs> or he'll do a song for you, one or the other. Yeah, why not? He'll um, wrap the plot of your pinball machine. Yes. 
Oh man. Amazing. <laughs> so yeah, that's a, I, the whole thing to me is just super cool. Like I not being someone who plays pinball, like this is going to get me off my butt to try to find this game somewhere. Is there a way yeah. that people can like find who has this game? Absolutely. So if you go to sternpinball.com on the upper corner of the website, if you're on desktop, there's a pinball locator or if you're on your phone, if you scroll all the way down, uh, we have a pinball locator. And right now, because this is our newest game, there's going to be a map and there's pin drops of like all, you know, pinball, stern pinball games on location across the U.S. Mm -hmm. There's little green pin drops and that's where you can play and find a turtles machine or you can you can search by your zip code and pull down uh, from the drop down ben, uh, menu bar you can look up for a uh, turtles game and okay. it'll it'll pop up every location so if you put you your guys zip code have a wrestlemania game what oh yeah <laughs> what you guys have the we monsters have Monsters, the Moonwalking Dead. I don't know what that is, but I love Michael Jackson. So, all right, so there's a Walking Dead, and this collector turned it into a Michael Jackson thriller Moonwalking Dead <laughs> pinball machine. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of creative people. I'm not gonna lie. Ah, uh, so exciting, amazing. Ah, uh, well, listen, Zach, this has been co totally informative, man. I, like I said, wasn't sure what to expect with a, a interview about a pinball machine, but this is, this has been a blast. Yeah, this is a, <laughs> this was, I'm pleasantly surprised at how this I'm works. good. <laughs> I, I, I'm flattered that I didn't bore you guys. So. No, not at all. And, and we're going to have to make sure people keep checking. I'm looking right now. It doesn't look like there's any in my area for the turtles game yet, but you also said they're still in production. So I will keep checking back. Yeah, uh, and I definitely need to find that Moonwalking Dead game. That's just <laughs> um, so okay. We'll we'll end with this. We have a couple of questions that we always ask everybody. You, you already told us your favorite turtle, so yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you this one. What is the number one pinball tip that you could give anyone, whether they're an advanced or a novice player? The one thing you need to do if you're gonna be a pinball player successfully: use each flipper independently. Uh, yeah, so don't just don't, don't just hit both flippers at the same time each flipper should be almost an extension of your fingers and you want to use each one with purpose right. so i'm right worst case down. you know at worst case see ball hit ball but um <laughs> at the and end cradle. of the day yeah cradle and dead dead flipper yep dead flip don't flip. Learning In so fact, you don't you know want to drain whatever you do you I don't want to drain I will send you after this, not only that uh, figure it out episode, I was on this episode called uh, Game on America, and I talk about some tips and tricks of pinball. So Excellent. We'll link those in our show notes too. And then the last question, unless Adam has any more. No, that's, that's pretty much what I had. And this is, okay, this is the most important question of the whole interview right here. Uh, what is your favorite pizza? Ooh, all, all of it? No. Uh, <laughs> like, if I had to pick, like a, if I had to pick a specific topping yeah. or deep dish versus thin crust. Oh, that's right. You're in Chicago. I know. I was born in New York, live in Chicago. Okay. So okay. It, it's tough. I mean, if I had to pick my favorite pizza on the planet, it would be this local uh, pizza place. It's actually a chain now, but it's called Lou Malnati's. And it's Chicago style pizza. Mm -hmm. I get a pepperoni pizza 
with a garlic butter crust, extra cheese, cooked well done. I am getting hungry right now. Just <laughs> Same. Sort of. Yes. Me too. But yeah, I'd probably have to give the knot of sausage or I mean pepperoni over sausage if I, right. if I had to pick one. All right. Well, there you go. And then I think that you, was our first deep dish answer. So I far. believe so. We've had Hawaiian <laughs> Kevin Eastman, creator of the turtles, gave us Hawaiian pizza, which I couldn't wow. believe. Yeah. So it, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, good. it completely legitimizes Hawaiian pizza, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I guess the one other question I have is if you could make any pinball machine, you might have already done it. This might be the one. If you could make any property into a pinball game, what would it be? Oof. You know what? I, I can't say because who's to say that we're not going to do it in the future. Oh, you are oh, there sneaky. It is. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. I'll let you off the hook with that one. All right, Zach. Well, thank you very much. One more time. One more round of applause for Zach Sharp from Stern Pinball. Make sure you guys are going to sternpinball.com and checking out the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pinball game now. Buy a couple. Buy me one. DM me. You can send it to my house. I'll give you my address. No big deal. They're, they're cheap. It's fine. It's no big deal. Yeah. Um, but but before we let you go, do, do you have anything you wanted to plug, like um, social media-wise? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, follow, I mean, Stern Pinball on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I mean. What about you? How do we follow your adventure? Are you still competing? I am. So uh, my wife and I, we just had um, our first kid a couple of years ago. So I like to say I love my child more than my rank. Because I'm kind of plummeting down the ranks, but uh, um, well, right now there's not really many tournaments going on in this uh, current environment. But uh, when when things pick back up, uh, oh, most of the, I I definitely hit up like the biggest tournaments, so like the World Championships. I'll I'll, I'll play. This is the first time then, we've ever had a World Champion on the show, Adam. I know, right? <laughs> Just throw that out there. Ah, you know, I go to the World Championships whenever I can. It's no yeah. big deal. Well, was, last year was in Italy. Uh, this year, this year <laughs> it was supposed to be. be. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Next year it was supposed to be in Germany, but I think it's going to get pushed back a following year. But well, look, it's time to practice and time to train your kid. So definitely, he loves and, it. Dude, I'm not kidding about that movie. You need to pitch that. That's a story right there. It is a story. That, that is, I mean, yes. I'm, I was captivated. Yeah. Who is to more. say it's not in the works? I, I don't know. You shifty little. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Zach Sharp. Thank you so much, man. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much.